Life is not a race. Author, unknown. Imagine life as a game in which you are juggling five balls in the air. You name them. Work, family, health, friends, and spirit. And you're keeping all of these balls in the air. You will soon understand that work is a rubber ball. If you drop it, it will bounce back. But the four other balls, family, health, friends, and spirit, those balls are made of glass. If you drop one of these, they will be irrevocably cuffed, marked, nicked, damaged, or even shattered. They will never be the same. You must understand that and strive for balance in your life. But how? Don't determine your worth by comparing yourself with others. It is because we are different that each of us is special. Don't set your goals by what other people deem important. Only God and you know what is best for you. Don't take for granted the things closest to your heart. Cling to them as you would your own life. For without them, life is meaningless. Don't feed off the meaningless things the media feeds you or they will soon be feeding off of you. Don't let your life slip through your fingers by living in the past or for the future. By living your life one day at a time, you will live all the days of your life. Don't give up when you still have something to give. Nothing is really over until the moment you stop trying. Don't be afraid to admit that you are less than perfect. It is this fragile threat that binds us all together. Don't be afraid to encounter risks. It's by taking chances that we learn how to be brave. Don't shut love out of your life by saying it's impossible to find. The quickest way to receive love is to give. The fastest way to lose love is to hold it too tightly. And the best and the best way to keep love is to give it wings. Don't run through life so fast that you forget not only where you've been, but also where you're going. Don't forget that a person's greatest emotional need is to feel appreciated. Don't be afraid to learn. Knowledge is weightless, a treasure you can always carry easily. Lastly, don't use time or words carelessly. Neither can be retrieved. Life is not a race, but a journey to be savored every step of the way. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why we call it the present. Life is not a race. Author unknown. This intro is dedicated to Veronica Wolford, a.k.a. Ronnie. Rest in peace, your love forever. Miss you.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 14 of the Crooked Halo Group Podcast, hosted by myself, Jay Wesley. The title of today's episode is going to be The Inspo Corner, and I'm going to share a couple of inspirational quotes with you that were birthed during an earlier conversation I had with one of my closest friends, Mike Brown. And as we were conversing and just checking in on one another, we shared some really poignant messages because that's what friends do. Friends bolster bolster one another. And for the first time in years, I reached for my notebook. And uh, every time something was motivational, it's just something that stood out, I wrote it, wrote them down. And I'm going to share a couple with you and even just some thoughts I had today. And hopefully, and actually one of the reasons why I wanted to air this episode and 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 centered around inspiration is because there's a lot going on and a lot of people haven't been themselves as of late. I can tell from conversations I've had, I can tell from the internet. And so this one is this episode is really dedicated to you. But if you're if you're in a great place, this this one goes out to you too. Like if anything this, these words can either get you through the tunnel or push you further towards your light. So that's the basis behind today's episode. So let's get into let's get into these pieces. Number one is one that I shared on Instagram today. If you weren't born to fly under the radar, you are going to surface whether you want to or not. And online, I actually I changed the wording. I changed surface with um spotlight and and said if you if you're the spotlight is going to find you no matter what you do and uh, that one really stuck out to me because it's something that I've battled in uh, my life and uh, as I've grown into myself and my artistry and uh, it reminds me so much of that quote right um our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us. Which is absolutely true. Because as you project said light and you're seen, seen being seen also is attached to vulnerability. And that frightens us. And sometimes we are frightening, we're frightened by how powerful we will become because we are not sure if we can handle the responsibility that comes along with it. So that's what prompted me or was the catalyst to me sharing that piece earlier today. Number two, we were talking, and this is the first time I've heard a name behind it, but we were talking about the Indiana Jones effect, or Mike Brown said the Indiana Jones effect, which in which when you take something, you need to replace it. I remember my cousin, Mally once mentioned, he's learned when have, when communicating with people and providing criticism. If you're going to provide criticism or, or um, providing negative criticism, and he remember he said, if you take something from someone, which sometimes criticism does, right? Because we're very protective of our work and whatever we've created. 
He said, if you're going to take something, you have to put some place something back there. So if you're going to provide negative criticism, you should also provide something positive. In my in my field of work, we usually call it the sandwich, where you have one ne- if you're providing feedback or negative or constructive feedback, you sandwich it with two positive, two pieces of positive criticism. And when I was thinking about the Indiana Jones effect, I was thinking about how much we apply that, how we should apply that to ourselves when we fear our light. And to go deeper, to talk about myself, I'm very much a person that second guesses himself, but I'm also uniquely able to push through it and get things accomplished. I've seen people second guess themselves to stagnancy. I'm able to push beyond it, even though I do second guess myself. And... uh, When I thought about the Indiana Jones effect, I thought about my mental state and what we need to do. If you're a second guesser or you tend to, if you, if you do 10 things right and one thing wrong and you tend to dwell on that one thing, if you're going to dwell on something negative or something that you deem negative, what we need to start doing internally in our solitude is replacing that. And using that in this in um, Indiana Jones effect to our advantage, and so when you do something wrong, replace it with something that you did correctly. Replace it with an accomplishment or a feat that you were able to achieve. But just make sure you fill it because if you cling to your fears and your inability to to accomplish anything, what we start doing is start creating larger and larger gaping holes and. That's not what we want because eventually it in return strips us of our confidence and uh, we do what is comfortable but not necessarily what we were born to do. And I'm going to actually touch on that a little bit later. Number three, sometimes the only way out is through. So for those that are yeah, it reminds me when I was younger, I went to Sesame Place and my and I was very young and they had like those nets. And I guess maybe because I was about eight or so, I felt like I was maybe 100 feet up in the air. I was probably like 15 and they had these three large connecting nets and my friends were like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I'm like, cool. And jump on the net. And my friends jump on the net. And I'm crawling, I'm crawling, get past net number one. And while I'm in the center of net number two, I look to my left and my right to find my friends. And they had, <laughs> they they abandoned ship. They made a U-turn because fear got the best of them, but your kids, right? And I was there alone. And so what did the boss and me decide to do? Like the young Jamaican child I was, I started to cry. I broke down and I cried. And because I was alone, I didn't break down, break down, but I was alone. And I had a choice. I had to either follow suit or get the job done. And so, and at eight years old, little did I know, but 
I ended up crawling across cross those three over um those three nets and made it to the other side. And I, that just came to mind and I haven't thought about that story in a long time. But sometimes you don't realize the dark spot you're in until you realize that you're located in the middle of the tunnel. And chances are, if you reverse footing, you're going to end up traveling that same tunnel again. And sometimes the only way out is to go through. And so for those that are in a, in a place of confusion, in a place of darkness or... A, a lack of hope power through you you are here if you are here you can power through that so you got that funny enough after i so i really didn't break down that much on the net after i i remember why i broke down because i i couldn't find my sneakers i caught a splinter in my foot and i was by myself when i was by myself i started crying an adult found me they took me like to the Sesame Place nursery. I mean, not nursery, um, like a medical, like a medical room, to help me with my with the splinter. And they had to announce my name over the loudspeaker. Funny. Oh man, I've uh, life. Drink break. Number four. You know you're special. But when your special shows up at your doorstep, you don't know how to let it in. And uh, let me repeat that one. So you know you are special. So deep down inside of you, you know you're special. But when your special shows up at your doorstep, you don't know how to let it in. And uh, that speaks to in that internal spiritual feeling that says I've been meant to... I've been created and I'm and I'm I've been created to do more. But what is it? And you're searching, you're searching, you're searching. Because I th I deep down believe we all have purpose. But what happens when your purpose finds you? Some of us are prepared to search, but many of us are not prepared to one, receive it, and secondly, nurture it. So what happens when your purpose finally shows up? What happens when the thing you were always looking for that you at some point probably didn't think existed is found? What do you do? And like for me, I was never the writer. I was never the public speaker. But somehow it found it made its way to my welcome mat. And I had to now be courageous enough to invite it in. And that's why I'm here. And uh, all that to say, you're not crazy for believing that you're meant to accomplish great things and you are special. But while you are searching, please remember to prepare space for the welcome. And uh, something I thought of right before I decided to record this podcast was if I do not learn how to balance my power with comfort, the scale will always tilt towards comfort. And I was thinking about, so those that know, I haven't published a book in a long time. 
And uh, I start, I stop, I start, I stop, I start, I stop. But I'm always working on something that, which is fine. But sometimes I work myself to exhaustion, which is, to me, I think it's okay. As I, I do need to work on learning how to rest. But deep down, I know when I've overstayed my comfort. And I was thinking about how much power um, streaming streaming platforms like Netflix takes away from, from us. Where if I can sit down and watch six hours of Viking straight on Hulu or watch Snowfall all four seasons in a week... Where's my scale tilting towards? I think that's heavily tilted towards my comfort. Not saying that I can't enjoy these programs, but I need to enjoy my power. I need to enjoy my birthrights. I need to enjoy my skill sets. I need to explore myself. I need to fine tune myself in my leisure and my off time. And so I have to be careful with that. I'm always reflecting and creating ways to improve Jay Wesley. And that was one of them. I'm going to enjoy entertainment, but also put a, a limit on how much I've, I've entertained, I entertain myself. And another thing that, reason why I thought about that too, is I've noticed how comfortable people are with social media. And... It's for entertainment purposes, I think. I think it's a great tool as long as you yield it correctly. But what I've noticed in these recent recent days is that it's it's become more of a weapon than a tool. And personally, I'm one for minding my business, being positive, do you, and get on with it. That's what I do. I go on Instagram. I view what I want to view. I may scroll through some stories like TV channels, but then I get off. I could imagine myself going on someone, some stranger's page to leave a negative comment on someone I don't love or even know. And... Uh, Social media is becoming this weapon. It's been weaponized, or it can be weaponized, and I don't like it. And uh, when I when I thought about this piece, I just realized that how many people are spending so much time on Instagram, like I did with Hulu and Netflix, that they're ignoring themselves. And so, if if you are like cool, live your life. I'm not going to say cool. Like, if you're using this weapon now, nah, that shit is not cool. But you weren't here to press login. Period. I hope that, I, I really hope that 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 sinks in and resonates with y'all. But yeah, so that's what, those are just some pieces. Like, this is not going to be a long episode. Maybe what, I guess, like, I don't know how many minutes. I'm not even going to guess anymore. But... Yeah, this was the inspirational corner. Before I go, 
I want to give roses to who I want to give roses to. Um, giving roses to my granny, grandmama. Giving you roses. I'm not gonna share why I'm giving you roses right now, but very special woman. Love her to the world. Rest in peace to my other grandmother. Um, but Grandma Brown giving you roses. Grandma Tina giving you roses in heaven. Love y'all both. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Crooked Halo Crew podcast. This is your host, Jay Wesley. Please follow me on Instagram, right his wrongs. Support my merch line, Jay Wesley Collection. Really good stuff. Support this podcast. Support yourself, too, in the process. Spread love. Remember, life is not a race. Don't weaponize social media. Drink good drinks. Have big fun. Get in good trouble. Peace. Thank you.